Just saying with Becca and Millhaven, uh, I am uh, Tom Becca. And I'm McGraw Millhaven, our inaugural podcast. Welcome. And you were late. You were late for the inaugural podcast. We were supposed to start recording this like, you know, 10, 15 minutes ago. Where have you been? There's one uh, clock in my house that I did not spring forward. So I thought it was two o'clock when it should have been three o'clock. Well, first which of all, leads us, which leads us to our first topic. Well, well, well let me ask you this: Did any of your clocks spring forward? Because you know what? I mean, with the exception of the clock on my oven and the clock in my car, everything else was done automatically. So but I mean, yeah, actually, the clock in my car did it automatically. I uh, see. I got an older car, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But but that's but that's the thing. I mean, it's, it's even like it's even like now. I don't even check spelling anymore because I just assume spell check's going to do it. But sometimes they'll mess up like on there and there and, you know, your, your, whatever. And I have the wrong context in or they'll, they'll completely misspell a word because what, what I spelled and what they thought I spelled are two different things. I don't even check it anymore because I'm just so used to it all being done automatically, which can end up well, messing things up. My phone, right? My phone was automatic. Yeah. Um, my car was automatic. There's a, I have like a, 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 I have a cuckoo clock that's not automatic. Now it's cuckooing the wrong time. Um, but I have this other clock that's in the TV room, and I was watching the Waltons, and all of a sudden whoa, 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 I saw- wait, 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 you're watching the Waltons, and you have a cuckoo clock. How old are you? My I'm, God, what, you, want, you, want some, you want some hard candy? What, was Matlock not on? What the hell? No, Matlock's on after um, oh, dear Waltons. God. And it's not Matlock, it's um, the Rockford Files. <laughs> James Garner rocks. And so, so I noticed that it was like 2.15. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. And I looked at my phone because Zach Granke just signed with the Royals. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. It's three. So that's when I had to hustle over and get yeah, over okay. here. Well, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad okay, you're but here. So, so now the, the, the topic of the day, I know we're ready to start World War III with, with, with Russia. But at least the Congress can come together and vote unanimously to do away with daylight savings or daylight saving. Daylight saving time. What? Well, yes, they're going to keep daylight saving time. So the, the whole world's going to fast forward for for uh, an hour, and that's going to be it. Do you remember when we went to the Notre Dame and Nebraska football game? Yeah. And Indiana, or yeah, um, Indiana does not have daylight saving, or they don't have the other one. Yeah, same with Arizona. Yeah. So we flew from. Kansas City, you, I flew from St. Louis, you flew from Kansas City. We met up in Chicago, and we were driving from Chicago to Indiana to S- South Bend, but we were staying in Michigan. So it was central time zone, eastern time zone, daylight savings to no daylight savings. We had no idea what time it was. Yeah, but that was also because <laughs> we were tailgating, and we had no idea what time it was then either. But that's not. Well, oh, that that was true. But it was like, what what time is it in Michigan? No, what time is it in South Bend? No, where are you now? Are you in the Eastern Time Zone? I, the Western Time Zone? Is it Central Time? Is it Eastern Time? I do think I do think that uh, the Senate did the right thing here. I, I think that we all being on the same page is a good thing. Although there's a part of me that would like the Democrats in the House to like. You know, like filibuster it and, and and like not pass it just to piss off the Senate for like what they did with like the January 6th commission and uh, some other things that the, the Democrats have uh, or the Republicans in the Senate have held up. Well, the the, I don't think the Democrats are going to be the ones who go against it. I think the Republicans are because apparently farmers don't like this. And I can't figure out why. Because w- 
do the cows really care if they're on daylight savings when they get milked? Right. I mean, wouldn't you get milked whenever the sun comes up? I know I do, but uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't even know what that means. It just sounded like there was a it was a question that needed a punchline, and I didn't. I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what that means. But uh, but you're right. Okay, so we are on the verge of World War Three. There's a segue for you. All right. Uh, what did what did uh, Biden say? Uh, he actually said that uh, Putin was responsible for war crimes. He called him a war criminal today. Um, yeah. What I mean, where, where does this end? How does this end? Does it end? I don't know how it ends, but I also, speaking of bipartisanship, isn't it weird how the Congress, the, the Republicans, their only criticism of Biden is that he's not moving fast enough to sanction Putin, right? And so, I mean, that's, it, it's a weird criticism. There's this bipartisan support to sanction Putin and to cut off the royal and to do, send him military aid. It's a bipartisan. It's weird. It's like they're they're critical of Biden and yet agreeing with everything he's doing. Yeah, or for that matter, all the things that Trump put in place that Biden never took out. I mean, if you take a look at his immigration policies, take a look at a lot of things that Biden has done. That yeah. uh, he did not reverse a lot of uh, a lot. I mean, he did reverse a lot of Trump Trump stuff, but not everything. No, yeah, no. I know it's you yeah. know. Well, we we get we get too involved in personalities. I think sometimes in politics and not enough in the actual. Um, actions themselves well no it's 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 too many people look at it as being a fan speaking of sports right yeah they're a fan of the uh, republican party you're a fan of the red sox when johnny damon was a red sox and you were a yankee fan you hated johnny damon but the minute he became a yankee then then you loved him right i mean when politicians change parties right they hate the politician and then oh wait a minute all of a sudden he becomes a democrat now i like the guy yeah, and actually, Damon started his career with the Royals, so you know. But it's the same idea, you know. I mean, it, it's it's the same idea where uh, you know we look at ourselves. Too many people look at themselves as Republicans or Democrats, and not look at themselves as Americans. Now that we are, you know, now that there's a war going on in Europe, I mean, we're not really technically at war, although we're helping to supply the war. Uh, there's a war going on in Europe. Now more people are looking at themselves as Americans, more so than Republicans and Democrats, except for Tucker Carlson. Most people are looking at themselves as Americans and and, and not their party. We've got to look at ourselves as Americans first and, and not our party and make it so that a good idea is a good idea regardless and a bad idea is a bad idea regardless. What happened to Tucker Carlson? I like I actually liked him. I liked the, the bow tie Tucker Carlson. He was a very uh, staunch um sort of middle of the road um business republican right i mean he was the he was the chamber of commerce a republican back when he would host crossfire on cnn yeah right and he was a bow tie wearing uh commerce uh uh commerce type type a republican and now all of a sudden <laughs> they're airing his show in russia i know i mean Come on, man! How was? How could you put your head on the pillow at night? Uh, on the my pillow at night. Uh, <laughs> hey, that was a good one. <laughs> I know, thank you. I get yeah, I get lucky once in a while. It makes makes up for the. You uh, know that was a good joke. Yeah, that that makes up for the other one. Makes up for the other one that, that sort of just bombed. Um, but no, but you're right. I mean, I, don't just limit it to Tucker Carlson. I mean, so many of these other um, uh, Republicans that. Uh, 
seemed like, you know, even if you didn't agree with them, you at least could understand their logic with some of the stuff. Ever since, like, the Trump era, so many of them, you know, let, let's take a Ted Cruz, for example, or, 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 or even a Mitch McConnell and some of these others, you know, it's like, where do they come from? You know, they, they, they just completely changed. They're, they're, they're appealing. Okay, I'm going to say something now. Uh, here, here's the first controversial statement of our newly formed podcast. So we're only right. 10 minutes in. All right, get ready. Okay. Yeah. Get right. ready for cancel. We're going to be canceled before we finish the first podcast. Yeah, it could very well be. Okay, so I, I started doing talk radio, what, almost, I guess about 30 years ago now. I started doing talk When I started doing talk radio, Republicans were calling into my program complaining about the dumbing down of America until they realized they could benefit from it. So now they embrace the dumbing down of America. These people that think that, that January 6th was a, was a peaceful protest, just what, just peaceful political discourse? That's the official Republican Party platform? How stupid do you have to be to think that? I mean, I mean, look, were there peaceful protesters on January 6th? Yes. Not everybody that was at the Trump rally went and uh, rioted, just like not everybody that was protesting George Floyd during the George Floyd protest, not all of them like, you know, set fire to a 7-Eleven. Okay, so so let's make that distinction here. Okay, so there is that. But what happened on January 6th at the Capitol was not just peaceful political discourse. I mean, it was a riot. It was a deadly riot. And Republicans that refuse to admit that or acknowledge that, it, it just it just blows my mind. Yeah, it was Antifa. No, no, well, it was Antifa until, uh, uh, until it was the FBI until it was, yeah, I mean, it went down on the list of who was to blame for that, right? And then it was Joe Biden. Yeah, was the was, Democrats. Yeah, How about it was Jenny, I it was Jenny Thomas, Clarence Thomas's wife, who went to that rally. Uh, yeah, I know. She said, well, she, and she's from Omaha, you know. Uh, uh, she, uh, yeah, she said she went, but she had nothing to do with the planning. Right now in Nebraska, right now in Nebraska, where I, I live, you live in St. Louis, I live in Omaha. Right now in Nebraska, we have a governor's uh, right now, the governor's race that's going on. Uh, one of the leading candidates for governor brags about how he was with Trump on Jan the Trump party, the Trump people on January 5th. On uh, January 6th, he was at the rally. He brags about this stuff. Uh, text messages have been released that show that when um, uh, he got a text saying that there were riots in the Capitol, he says something to the effect of, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, we expected that or something to that effect, right? This is what is going on. And this guy is one of the leading candidates for governor in a Republican primary, where in Nebraska, if you win the Republican nomination, you pretty much win the governorship. And, and it's like, how could, th this is not the America that I, that I remember growing up in. Well, first you of know? all, first of all, first of all, that's JV. That is JV compared to the varsity crackpots we've got in Missouri, okay? Okay. Because the man who was leading the Republican primary to take over Roy Blunt's Senate seat is a man named Eric Greitens, who resigned in disgrace from the governorship that he won because he tied up his hairstylist in the Central West End during the campaign lied about it, and then was charged by a court in Missouri to turn over the names of his uh, supporters of his charity. 
because they were because it was a violation of campaign finance rules. He decided to resign in disgrace, then hand over the donor list. This is the man who was going to win the Republican nominee for Senate in Missouri. So I'll take your text messages and I'll put Eric Reitens, who, oh, by the way, as a kicker, was a Democrat and went to Obama's speech in Mile High Stadium as he accepted the Democratic nomination. Eric Reitens was there cheering on Obama, and now he is a Trump, a Republican. He's the guy who's going to become the next senator from Missouri. You say that like it's a bad thing. Oh, by the way, did I mention the same candidate here, who, by the way, uh, who's, uh, his, uh, Kellyanne uh, Conway is his chief financial, uh, cons- uh, chief uh, uh, con- uh, primary consultant, his chief uh, elected uh, pr- uh, consultant, Kellyanne Conway. Did I mention that this guy, this guy also has been late on paying his personal property taxes on all of his businesses, and he's got, play- he's got businesses in Missouri and Nebraska and all over the Midwest. Uh, did, did I mention that he's been late on paying his property taxes over 600 times? And this doesn't seem to bother the Republican electorate. It just, it, it, it blows my mind. I'm just, yeah. I know, I know. Yeah, but, yeah, but was he a Democrat? Um, here's what, here's well, what cracks was, me up. So maybe, I don't know, yeah. Here's what, here's what cracks me up about this. People have a hard time sort of coming up to, with this reality. You can be against Joe Biden. You can disagree with him. You can even vote against him and say you don't like him as your president. But no matter how bad you think Joe Biden is, you should not support Vladimir Putin, right? I mean, you can still disagree with Joe Biden and hope he loses the next election and still be against what, Joe, what uh, Vladimir Putin's doing. These people think, since I'm against Joe Biden, I have to love Vladimir Putin. I mean, you might disagree with Hillary Clinton. She might be, uh, you might disagree with her. She's not your enemy. And I think a lot of people have a hard time sort of separating the two. Um, you might disagree with Nancy Pelosi. She's not Vladimir Putin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And vice versa. I mean, yeah. you disagree with somebody and, uh, you know, look, I disagree. I disagree with uh, a lot of Republicans and disagree with a lot of Democrats. It doesn't necessarily make them bad people. Uh, now, there are some bad people on both sides that I, I don't think are really necessarily good for democracy. But overall, you can disagree without having to be disagreeable. But that doesn't seem to be the way anymore. Yeah, but the fringe of the Democratic Party is just as insane sane as the fringe of the uh, Republican Party, right? With the defund the police. And we have two congressmen here in uh, Missouri. One is uh, fringe left and Ann Wagner. They both want from each party. They both voted against the infrastructure bill. So we're sending people to Washington to vote against our own best interests. It makes no sense. Yeah, well... Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of things don't make any sense, and that's what we're trying to do here today. Uh, new with this podcast, try to try to make some sense out of this crazy world. Because you know, let's face it: if all you knew about if all you knew about St. Louis, all you knew about Omaha, all you knew about America is what you saw in the media, you wouldn't get the whole story. I mean, there, there's a lot more to it. There's a lot of sane people in Washington D.C., a lot of sane people in government. They just don't get quite the same attention that uh, you know the the, the, the nut jobs do. Well, I mean, they could find common ground on daylight saving. 
Yeah. Although I'm sure Marjorie Taylor Greene will be against it for some reason, you know, just because, <laughs> you know, just because she is. Yeah, you know, because because it's all part of some it's all part of some what is it some uh, Jewish Nazi laser thing or something? I don't know. What the hell well, I, here's the thing that all, with with that with those QAnon people, they, they have they have philosophies and theories that are so easily disproven. <laughs> hey, I'm on the phone here. <laughs> um, I mean, JFK Jr. has not showed up in Dealey Plaza. What are they waiting for? Right? I mean, if there is a child's pedophile ring inside a pizza parlor once you go to the basement and you don't see it can't you prove that it's kind of a hoax well just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not there my bro you know that's just it you know i i know the whole thing is and and and, and the more you try to show them the truth the the uh the more they dig in i there was a guy on on, on my facebook page which by the way facebook is the devil um I got my Facebook page and post, I forget what it was, but it posted something that was like completely way out there, just way out there. And I posted, I said, hey, take this down because, you know, it's not true. Here's all the facts. Here's what really went down. Right. And the guy said, oh, yeah, thanks. Said, but I'm not going to take it down because I like the way this makes me feel. He liked the way the crackpot news story that he had made him feel. And, and by the way, by the way, I used to like this stuff, too. I used to love nothing better listening to, listening to Art Bell at like three in the morning, right? Uh, and you would hear some of these people call in talking about one-eyed Martians that had invaded them and did some sort of a you know anal probe or whatever, and they're talking about this stuff. And you, I found that sort of amusing until I realized how many people like that there are out there, and they actually get you know people elected into government. And, and, and we have a, we have a party that seems to be pandering to these people, as opposed to you know trying to you know raise good conservative ideas out there anymore. Uh, you know they, they've got the Marjorie Taylor Greens out there. So what you're saying is that you would prefer to talk about anal probes on our podcast. No, I prefer not to talk about anal probes. In well, you like listen. You like listening to a about anal probes. I thought maybe you want to talk about them. What I did you learn you were about missing anal the probes? Point of what I'm trying to say. No, no, no. I got the point. All right. Oh, I'm sure you got the point. You got the point. That's why it. we're not doing. That's why we're not doing this in the same studio because that would be weird. I'm not. Not that this isn't that type of podcast. But actually, actually, in a strange way, you're sort of proving my point because I think I had a very valid point about you know these are fine these crackpots sort of amusing, and instead of you focusing on the the broader point I was making, you focus on the, the phrase anal probe, you know, and and that's what happens here. Instead of focusing on the 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 good uh, legislation that's going on in D.C., right? We do, and look, I'm I think I'm as guilty in some ways as everybody else. But we focus on the Marjorie Taylor Greens of the world. We focus on the Eric Greitens. We focus on, you know, some of these people instead of focusing on uh, the more sane and um, normal Actually, you, that are out there. You, you bring up a, a good point. It was always fun in your dorm room talking to your buddies and coming up with a crazy conspiracy theory that you heard about the Kennedy assassination or the Lincoln assassination or some crazy... And so the four of you guys got together and there was always a crazy one. We always said, oh, you know, you believe that, uh, you know, really the Federal Reserve is, you know, really uh, you know, something else, right? 
it was always fun to, to sort of have those crazy conversations with your buddies. But now people are really believing it and they're really getting these people elected. And so it's, it's no longer funny. Because it used to be, okay, because it used to be you had that, that, that crazy uncle at Thanksgiving, you had the weird neighbor down the street that you told the kids not to trick or treat at, and you had the guy at work that ate lunch by himself, right? You had those people, right? But now they're all connected through the internet and they're reinforcing each other, and each one's trying to, um, you know, out crazy the next one. Don't and- forget the don't, don't forget the friend who likes to listen about anal probes. <laughs> See how I see how I came back. Yeah, see him so way away, and then I came back. And, here, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. People listening to this podcast, I think we've made some very valid points and various things so far today, right? Or at least some interesting points. But what are they going to talk about? They're going to focus on, you know, two words that I said in a, over a, a greater topic. All right. How much time do we have left in this? Well, I don't podcast? know. This is a podcast. We can do it as long as we want. We got more time. Oh. I, th- I thought we were going for like a half hour, 35 minutes. Well, yeah, yeah we, we, I mean, we're going to do, each podcast will be roughly a half an hour, give or take. I think we've been doing it now for about 20 minutes. Okay. No, because so, it, it feels like four hours so far. Well, I'm, st- <laughs> I would like to. If it feels that long for us, imagine how long it must feel for the <laughs> listeners. Can, can, can I, I like to change topic to something that I know you, I turned you on or made you watch, but we have to talk about it because it was, it was some of the finest television ever created and that is the season four of the marvelous mrs Maisel, which i think the name sort of throws people off and they think i don't know what they think but i've talked to people and they're like oh i wouldn't watch that but it's it is so fantastic on so many levels and they turned a i I love when people do this when they take a real character like lenny bruce and they plop them in the middle of fictional characters. And it's, it's a great technique to tell a story. And at the end of this last season... Oh, wait, season wait, 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 wait. No, but here's... Okay, here's part of the problem. Yeah. Okay, here's part of the problem. Because, and again, not to, sound like, the, not, not to sound like the old guy, but in the old days, you know, Marvelous Mrs. Basil would have come on Sunday nights at 8 o'clock, and we could all talk about it the next day. But now everybody's watching this stuff at different time frames. So when you talk about the finale of season four, which, by the way, I think I think was one of the best one of the uh, the best scenes that I've seen on TV in a long, long time. The the, the monologue that the Lenny Bruce character does at the end, uh, the the lecture he gives Mrs. Maisel. I think that that's a lesson that we all can learn from. But so now you're just the- you're just ruining the. So you're you're giving a spoiler. Let me ask you this question. Can I talk about Rich Man, Poor Man? Has everybody seen Rich Man, Poor Man to the point where I can now not give away the ending, the ending about Falcon Eddie? Yeah. Isn't Rich Man, Poor Man on right after the Waltons? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so what you're telling me, what you're telling me is you've got Amazon Prime and MeTV. That's all you watch. Is that what you're saying? I mean, come on. I, I, I get what you're saying, but I'm not giving away any secrets because Lenny Bruce, is, I only know him from the history books and doing a little research and listening to other comics talk about him. I had no idea that he performed this Carnegie Hall uh, concert that, that they turned into a record that is considered one of the finest stand-up routines ever. Yeah. And so they, they sort of recreate this in this season finale. And then this fictional character, Maisel and him are friends, and he chastised her on the stage afterwards because she's not going for it. And it, there's, I, I know we're in the golden age of television, 
you don't even have to watch any episode of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Just watch the last 15 minutes of the last season and you'll see 15 minutes of the finest television you've ever seen. You know, and I'll say this, the point that he tried to, I think we can talk about the point that he was trying to make without ruining it, because uh, you're right, there's a lot that goes up to this point, so we're not going to ruin it, and, and the way that he delivers it is, is excellent. But the point he was making was that, you know, yeah, if you want to get the Carnegie Hall, it's the old joke, you know, get the Carnegie Hall, practice, practice, practice. No matter what you want, you know, you want to accomplish, we look at things and say, boy, I'd like to do that. And then the question is always, well, then what are you doing to get to that point? Right. I, you know, I mean, I'm sure this has happened to you. It's happened to me. I've talked to people that have said, ah, well, I would have to do a talk radio program. Yeah. Well, what are you doing to get to that point? You know, I wrote a book. Oh, I would have to write a book someday. Okay. Well, why aren't you? I mean, it is a matter of, okay, you know, if you want something, you can't just want it. I mean, if you really want something, you got to need a lot of crap to get to where you want to go. And you got to, you got to do the dirty work to get to the point where you're at Carnegie Hall or where, wherever it may be. And I think that's a very valid point that I would, I, would, I would show that last scene to every middle school kid in America to give them the idea that, you know what, if, what whatever your goals are, you gotta, you gotta do the work. I was doing a, a charity event one time and this, these guys, uh, it, was a, it was a trivia night and, and the first break and these guys come up to me and they say, oh man, I got the greatest idea for a show. I mean, the greatest idea for a show. I was like, well, what is it? We don't want to tell you because you'll steal it. It's such a great idea. And uh, I was like, oh, okay. So next break, they come up. They're like, seriously, how do, you, how do you get to be a talk show host? Because we have the greatest idea for, for a talk show. And it's, it's I mean, we, we've researched it. it. It's the finest. And I was like, well, well, what is it? And they said, we can't tell you. We, we can't tell you. I was like, well, then I can't, I can't help you. So next break, they come up. And they're like, no, no, no. We really have the best idea for a talk show host. How do we, how do we become a talk show? So I was like, well, you know, you start at the beginning, start, you know, follow the old brick road, one foot in front of the other. And I said, give me, what's, what's the, what's the, what's the topic? What's the show idea? And they said, all right, we'll tell you. And they said that the B side to Pink Floyd's The Wall has never been told. That story has never been told. It's such a wonderful story that the world will be amazed at what we found out about the B-side to Pink Floyd's The Wall. And I said for a second, I was like, oh, interesting. What are you going to do Tuesday? Yeah. <laughs> Just totally deflated. Oh. Oh, yeah. Tuesday. I was like, yeah, because you have a great show Monday. You got to worry about Tuesday show. And then what are you going to do Wednesday? And their minds were blown. Like, oh, right. We're going to work so hard to be- do one show. It's really very funny. It, it, it goes back to it goes back to your comment about the conversations you would have like in the college dorm. You know, I mean, like you know, <laughs> that, that that's the B side of the uh, dark side of the moon, man. That that's never been told. Ugh, you know, I mean, that, yeah, that's the sort of thing. Yeah, you know, that's 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 the sort of topic you would have. Uh, but but actually, you know what? And it, it would make a lousy talk radio show. It might make a decent podcast. You know, seriously. I well, mean, yeah, but what are they going to do the next week? Well, no, they put out one podcast and they get shared a million times or whatever by a bunch of potheads, and uh, and that's it. I mean, you know, uh, I don't know anything. I don't know anything about Pink Floyd or the B side or the A side of the Wall. Well, that's because you're watching the Waltons. Hey, um, stop! They were stuck in a they were stuck in a in a in a caved in uh, mine. I was worried about it. 
I put it, I paused it. So hopefully was, they get out. Okay. Was that, was that the, was that the very special episode where the Waltons and Lassie uh, did back to back? No, they, Lassie never showed up on the Waltons. Like the Harlem Globetrotters showed up on Gilligan's Island. This was not like that. The Waltons was a classy show. If you're trying to figure out what this podcast is, it's basically going to be some, some foundationally serious topics based with obscure references. Um, by the way, by the way, speaking about TV to watch, me yeah. on TV to watch, and, and it's a streaming, it's actually, it's a movie, but it's a streaming movie. Have you seen Coda, C-O-D-A? I I'm told not... you about this like six months ago. I knew I heard about it somewhere. Well, I, 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 I was visiting friends in New Mexico. They said, you got to watch this. And I, we sat down and watched it. And it is, it, if, you, if you haven't seen Coda, it's on Apple Plus. Watch it. It's, it, it, it's just an incredible movie. If you're if you're not crying like a blubbering idiot at the end of Coda, you have no soul. I have a soul. Yeah. I, no, have I a mean soul. you're you're bawling your it's, eyes out at the end of yeah, that. Yeah, it it is. Yeah, I mean seriously, it is. It is it's such a touching movie. It is. Well, it that is, guy, that guy, um, Tony Kozar, I think his name was the father. He just won the uh, SAG award over um, Uncle Charlie. Okay, now people that don't understand the Uncle Charlie reference. Which you got to tell because you are, you also are a part of um, award ben, season, huh? Well, I'm not. Ben Affleck is. Ben Affleck played my uncle in the movie of the Tender Bar. Okay, so the story is McGraw. Uh, if you if you saw the uh, movie on Amazon Prime, right? It was on Amazon the Tender Prime. Tender Bar. I'm the girl in the beginning. On Amazon Prime, I uh, saw the story. Uh, that's that's McGraw's family, and McGraw was raised uh, along with uh, in the same household as J.R. Moringer, uh, who wrote the book *The Tender and Bar*. Now, and now you know why why we're so dysfunctional. Yeah, I mean, he puts the fun in dysfunctional, but the, it, it it is a uh, it is a very good. I wouldn't say it's a great movie. It's a very very good movie and well worth your time to watch *The Tender Bar* on Amazon Prime. It's a it's a coming of age story that delves into. Topics like anal probes. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. But it's a modern day Waltons is what it is. Oh, uh, no question. Oh, no question. But, yeah. But actually, it actually, it is. But actually, actually, um, the, the, the movie is good. Uh, the book is great. And actually, Amazon dropped the ball because uh, although the movie, you know, it's got George Clooney directed it and like I said, Ben Affleck stars in it and everything like that. And Christopher Lloyd plays your grandfather. You know, um, uh, which which is cool, but um, Amazon dropped the ball because it should have been a series. It, it should have been like you know eight different uh, hour long sessions, and they could have really developed. That's the actually entire story. that's actually not a bad idea. It would have been a pretty good limited series or something. Yeah, it really would have because uh, you, you can't you can't you can't take a three hundred and fifty page book and turn it into a two hour movie and do the book justice. No disrespect to Clooney. No disrespect to anybody who did the movie. You can only you can only fit so many pages on, on a on a on a movie, and um, that would have been a, actually that would have been a pretty good series because the, the book itself deals with so many different factions of uh, Jr.'s life and and your family's life. I mean, you're mentioned in the book, although they rewrote your part in the movie to be a girl. Um, you know, they cut um, me out. I, well, well, a girl or a guy with really long hair. I don't know. Either way. Either way, you, 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 you're not really in there, but uh, but your family is, and it's uh, it, 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 it's a good book. It's a great book. It's a good movie, and that's that. And you were worried about time, so we've, we've done about the time now. 
it's been a little over a half hour. So yeah, we can, we can wrap this up anytime you want. Uh, I w- I'll leave you with my, you mentioned Coda. What is the Oscars? The Oscars should be coming up here pretty soon. Is it they? this weekend? I don't know. Um, uh, use of Coda is fantastic. Uh, I just watched uh, King Richard. Do you see that movie? No. The movie about um, Venus and uh, Serena Williams, the dad, with Will Smith. Will Smith has been so robbed so many times uh, by the Oscars. He is fantastic in this. And the girls, the young girls who are playing Vina and Serena, I don't know where they came from. They're fantastic. Um, It's a great story. I mean, a fantastic story. And Will Smith, if he doesn't win Best Actor, again, he's robbed. Oscars are a week from Sunday, the 27th of March. Next. Who's the who's the host? Oh, it's the three hosts. Uh, it's uh, Amy Schumer, um, um, uh, two other female comics. Um, Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes, and I forget who the third one is. Yeah. Can I make one more reference about the Waltons? Can I stop you? Yeah, because we're out of time. What what's your reference? Then we'll move on. Then we'll wrap this up. No, no, no. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to mention. It. No, no. What, no. What is your last? What is your last? I don't. No, I don't. I don't. I don't want. I just want to. Did you know? Do you know the actor Will Gear who played the the father? The, yeah. Uh, the grandfather. Yeah. Do you know that he was like he in the TV show The Waltons? He played a very, um, you know, very proud Virginia old school family values grandpa right yeah that was the whole premise of the show do you know that he was the most outspoken homosexual rights actor in the 70s and was one of the most outspoken and became friends with the guy who started nambula the boys club of america whatever that was he Uh, started that i didn't know i didn't know that i knew that i knew that uh, grandpa walton was a big pothead I knew he was a big pothead. No, he was a he was a he was a out of the closet homosexual actor who was friends with the guy who started the Man Boy Club of San Francisco. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the father, grandfather of the Waltons, Will Gear. Because one day I was watching, I was like, "Hey, whatever happened to that guy? What else was he in?" And I started doing research. I was like, "Oh my goodness, I had no idea." Doesn't that happen all the? Don't, don't you go down that rabbit hole all the time? You'll see an actor or hear a song and be like, "Hey, whatever happened? I wonder if so and so is still touring or whatever happened to yeah, that." Yeah. And yeah. then the next thing you know, you, they, they mention a name in the Wikipedia biography, and you go and check on that person, and then you check on the next person, and the next thing you know, it's three hours. You'll never get back. <laughs> Speaking so, about never getting back so this weird. time, we're out of it. We're out of it. Um, we're out. We're yeah, out. so um, we'll uh, do this every Thursday. Every Thursday, there'll be a new episode. So if you've gone this far into this thing, subscribe, like, hit those buttons, and uh, join us once a week uh, for Just Saying with uh, Becca and Millhaven. And uh, till next time, um, uh, good night, John Boy. Oh. Um, See, I, I, I threw a Walton's reference into you there. I got to go. I got to go. Uh, Matt Locks on. I got to go. Talk to you guys anytime. <laughs> it was fine. Huda Media Production.